This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Forestieri, here's Hogg, Dini! Do not scratch your eyes, do not scratch your eyes, do not scratch your eyes. Hello and welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. My name is Justin. And I'm Carl. Rather a lot has happened since we were last with you. Apologies for the gap uh, and that we haven't uh, recorded a podcast for quite a while. This was down to health reasons. Um, I was not well and I was having these fever dreams uh, that you have when you're not well. And things were happening in these fever dreams like uh, uh, Ivich being sacked and uh, Watford losing to... Huddersfield and all these strange things were happening and then when I got a bit better I found out it actually happened so uh, (laughs) it was it was all a bit odd so yeah I had Covid basically from uh, pretty much the 20th of December right the way through to sort of the 3rd of January so I was in no fit state to do any recording of any podcasts Uh, there's a couple of things to say then Um, Merry Christmas yeah Merry Christmas Happy New Year to you Carl Happy New Year yes you as well mate you as well (laughs) we did sort of stay in touch but it was uh, Yeah. Not like our usual uh, texting between the two of us. So how yes. are you? How are you now? I'm, anyway? I'm very well, mate. I, I wasn't too well myself, um, but thankfully yeah. I, I, I didn't have COVID. I just had man flu, which is worse than COVID, by the way. Is it? But yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's good to it's good to see. Well, I can see you. No, nobody else can. No. But it's good to see you fit and well and, and back on the men, mate. It's good to be back, mate. Honestly, I do not recommend COVID to anybody. It's not something you want to catch. Uh, and if you've had it, you know what I mean. It was just, oh, to have it over Christmas as well was just, just added to it. You know, it's just another layer yeah, of misery. Yeah, worst time it could happen really, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Do not scratch your eyes! Yeah, quite a lot has happened since we last uh, recorded a podcast. Just very briefly, let's have a quick look through what we haven't talked about. So, we lost to Huddersfield. Yes. Then we, yeah. then we sacked a manager. We did. Then we beat Norwich. Absolutely. Then we lost to Swansea. Yes. And then we lost in the FA Cup last night. Yeah, I don't mind that one too much. Do you know I what? Was, I thought they played all right. Take. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I thought they played all right. I mean, I'd much rather do what we did than Leeds and Crawley Town any day. Yeah, look, I, I think if we if I could sum up the nine, on, nine a month, isn't it? It's probably, yeah, three and a half yeah. weeks, something like that, yeah. Basically, but um, I, I wasn't 
too disappointed in the sacking of the manager. I think there were, uh, there were some grumblings um, from myself tactically what he was up to and, and did he have a plan B and, and so forth. And well, I, I keep think saying there, it. I think it was the, the the actual team he put out against Huddersfield. Yeah. Deeney on the bench, growing his own. Um, straight away, I was thinking that something must have happened in. And there's yeah, all these rumors. He was, and, it was one of those. He was either a genius or... Yeah, or a madman, or a madman, and there was these sort of rumours as well about you know, oh, well, there's been a disciplinary issue with Troy Deeney, which he explained on Talk Sport on the Monday, which I guess we have to take as being the correct version of what happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but he was basically saying that um, he was called while he was having a massage, and he said, "Oh, you know, I'll go and see the the boss when I finish my massage," and then he went to his office and he wasn't there. Saw he was in the canteen, didn't want to interrupt his dinner, whatever. They got on a coach, and it all sort of. That was it. I mean, it all sounds a bit implausible to me, um, yeah. but that's the official line. But one thing that I've noticed since uh, Zisco has taken over is the football has become better, really. Yeah, straight away. Straight away. You, you, there's a marked improvement. Now, you always get a, a what they call a, a manager's bounce, don't they? You know, where the, the, it seems to go well. But I think that he, he's changed the atmosphere of the club that's visible and, and feels you know, feels like it, it, it's changed from the outside looking in. Yeah. Uh, the players seem to be responding to him well. So from that point of view, yes, fantastic. Yeah. And that Philip Zinker Nagel that we've got on a free, first mm. of all, finding a song for him is going to be a challenge if he's a yeah. good player. Spelling his name's even worse. Goodness me. Um, but he looked all right against Man United, I thought. I, I thought when Semmer came on and then started taking the free kicks... It was almost like no, don't let him carry on because yeah, he come he, he does come with a good reputation, and I I you know I, I like what I read about him, but obviously the, the proofs in the pudding certainly comes well respected from uh, where he's native Denmark and, and Norway where he was playing. So yeah, well his, his stats crossed, look pretty good. Um, his stats yeah, look excellent. Absolutely. You know, yeah. loads of assists, loads of goals. So if he can carry that on, well done. Um, and I did read today, uh, West Ham I believe are after Saar for thirty million. Which is what we paid for him, I think, isn't it? Thirty million. It's a tricky one though, that because I, my my fear is that if we don't come up this season and Saar has a has a, a bad year hmm. and he's not set the world on fire, we're, we're going to struggle to command yeah. that sort of money for That's him. So right. it's yeah, it's devil the better, you know. Do we do we take the money and, and go with it? Personally, I don't think he'll go. Personally, I think he's, he'll stay. I haven't seen enough of him at his full potential for me to be heartbroken about him leaving us. Obviously, he's got masses of potential. We've seen him flying up the wing. We saw how he played against Liverpool last season. You know, we've seen the good of Saar. But this season, yeah, I mean, he scored four and I think assisted five or something. But I don't think he's playing anywhere near his potential. Um, There was little little pieces of last night where I thought, oh, he's, he's back to his... Starting to look like the player he was, you know, little um, little runs, and even yeah. even his delivery looks looks a lot better, and he seemed a bit more up for the game. Whether that was him trying to put himself in the shop window, I don't know. But well, if you're going to play against Man United, you might as well give it a go, mightn't you? Give it a whirl, wouldn't you? Exactly. Yeah. Would I be upset? I mean, I, I wasn't even really that upset about Capu leaving. To be honest, I think he's kind of served his purpose. I don't, I, don't, I can't see him ever getting back to the the glory no. Capu that he once was. Um, yeah, great player for us. Great oh, signing. Absolutely, and he's he's you know he was one of our better players, definitely, but. It wasn't a shock to me when he left, and I don't think he's left a huge hole, to be honest, especially if Hughes can step up to the mark. Um, yeah, and I, I like the fact that the manager's, uh, whether he's intentionally doing this, I don't know, but he's given the, he's given the, a few younger, you know, a few of the younger players a, 
an opportunity he did last night, which was was good to see. And he they did, they yeah. seem to be um, they seem to be taking it well and, and and giving it a go. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, that's that. I think really um, the new manager's done pretty much what I thought he was going to do. You know, I, I wasn't expecting to beat Norwich, but, you know, like you say, there's that whole sort of bounce-back ability thing. So, he did well there. Swansea was a dreadful game. Yeah, I've got to ask you something on Swansea. Mm. Your opinion, I know you were sort of mid-COVID um, yes. during that game, but yeah. what do you make of um, Ben Foster uh, and the whole cycling GK? And the, Some the... people are saying that's a distraction. I don't know how much of a distraction it is, because obviously he sets it at the back of the goal, and I don't really ever see him refer to it until he picks it up out of the net at half time and at full time but i think it's a concern when players are scoring against us and celebrating it well in the, front of the... absolutely right and didn't he didn't yeah. he post something about do i do yeah, i include this, was, this in my this was my this is my point because it, it's if we strip back now look i've got nothing against it. and um jacob from um wd18 made, made a, a, a valid point on um I think it was YouTube or, or something like that, but mm. it's it becomes a, a problem for me when we we lose a game and the performance isn't very good, yeah. and we've got a player who's more concerned about the clicks he's getting and that side of it rather than reflecting on the actual loss and, and trying to better his game. It was just a bit of a I think if a it, bit of a sour sour taste in my mouth. I really. think you're, I think that's a good valid point. To be honest, I just wonder how much it does affect him because if he if he pulled out a couple of worldly worldly saves. Mm. Uh, and kept us in it, and we'd won one nil. You'd say, well, it's not a distraction. It's not an issue. Yeah, yeah. Um, but because we ended up losing two one, then perhaps you might say it is. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't. I don't watch them. To be, honest. I watch them occasionally if if it pops up on a on a suggestion on YouTube. I might watch it. I'm not an avid follower of it to be honest, because it's it seems to be him getting up, him showing you what he's having for breakfast. You know, he likes ketchup. <laughs> he likes ketchup. Uh, you know, it shows you him in the dressing rooms. And all that. It's it's a bit kind of repetitive and. I think it was a good idea when fans weren't allowed in because it was kind of a, a connection. Uh, obviously, we're not allowed in again now, and that could be well the end of the season now. I should think. I doubt we're going to go to go so, to another yeah. game this season. Do you? I think that's probably the end of that. So yeah, I'm not not massively unhappy about it, but you know when you've got scorers running over to it and referencing it, mm. um, that's probably not a great thing to be honest. Hi everyone, it's Nick Wright. You're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So we have some uh, questions uh, that have been sent in via Facebook. We're going to cover a couple of those now. What have we got? So we've got one from David. Uh, David asks, who made you both support Watford and why? Uh, he's given us his uh, insight into, into why he supports Watford. And it was, uh, did you both live in the area uh, and local to Watford? Or did your parents take you uh, to the first game and get hooked. It says, my dad took me uh, in 1968 and was hooked straight away. So for me, it was my dad. We were in the old third division back then. Long time to be supporting Watford. Uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, so um, mine was purely geography, really, where I lived. I lived on St. James Road, which kind of is just off Vicarage Road. And I could see the, the floodlights from my bedroom window. Uh, all my family were Arsenal supporters. My dad knew Paul Merson's dad. So and I always got Arsenal kits um, for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, and it was not thrust upon me, but I don't know. It's just one of those. But for me, Watford was just just literally across the road. Um, I always got like free tickets from school and stuff like that. So it was kind of just there, and I, so, I got involved with it. My first game 
Were was, you going on your uh, own then, as the as your family were Arsenal fans? Were you going on your own? No, then? my dad. To be fair to, to my dad, he, he's not a gooner. He's uh, right. more my mum's side. Um, right, okay. Actually, if you ask me, daddy, he supports. It changes weekly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he took me. We used to always um, go on Boxing Day. He took me to my first game on a on a Boxing Day, and we played. Uh, well, sorry, this game moved. It was slightly before, but it was um, Bradford City, and we won seven one. Yeah. So oh, straight away, yeah, 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 yeah. That's going to be so enough to make you want to go if your team wins seven exactly. one. So straight away, I was like, "Well, we'll have some of this then." Yeah, you bet you waited a while it. to see that scoreline again, didn't you? Well, mate, I'm not sure I we ever have Blackpool <laughs> when we were two 0 down at half time. Oh yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. All right, okay. Well, my, mine's slightly, slightly different. Um, my dad uh, is a well, was bless him, uh, a Manchester United fan since the uh, Munich air disaster. Um, when he was probably eight or nine years old. Uh, I think he did some of his um, further education in Manchester. So it was always Man United with him. But obviously, when me and my brother wanted to start going to football, I couldn't be bothered with going to Old Trafford every week, you know, two and a half hours on a train or whatever it was. And I always wanted to support Watford anyway. I think um, they were obviously a top-flight team when I started uh, wanting to go. we just lost in the FA Cup final. We sort of talked him into taking us to Watford and I think if you were to ever add up the amount of games he went to at Old Trafford compared to games he went to at Vicarage Road it was three to one Vicarage Road Um, even though up until he died he was a season ticket holder of both teams um, he invariably used to give his season ticket to Old Trafford to clients or to other people and we would always go to Watford together so that's my reason for supporting Watford I was born next to the ground um, we moved away to Pinner for a few years, but moved back to sort of the Rickmansworth area when I was 10, and I've been going ever since. So that's well, my story. Fair play. Yeah. Glutton for punishment. Oh, absolutely, mate, yeah. Especially, <laughs> especially recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and then also just on the on the question um, side, we got um, there's there's a couple uh, here. One from um, Hemel is, what's your favourite Watford kit to date? One home and one away. Uh, that's very easy for me. Favourite home to date is actually the kit that we were wearing when we went to Wembley uh, in the semi final against Wolves. So the yellow and black striped yeah, Adidas black, one. Yeah. I think that looked yeah. very smart. Really, really don't like the current home kit that looks like that sort of no, sunburst it's, thing. It's one of those art projects at school. It is, isn't it? Wrong. It's exactly what that is. Uh, favourite away kit for me would be the 96 97 season, the sort of black and red AC Milan type yeah uh, ctx yeah, i saw um who did i see the other day modeling that oh gifton o williams <laughs> yes yeah, there was yeah. A, the, the, on the official watford uh facebook they've got retro yeah. kits haven't they yeah they look good they do look good they've not got the make on them so they've got the badge no, and no, the, those, yeah the cock sportif and all that's missing isn't it that, that's so. missing yeah i think that was that a lecoq sportif or was that a mizuno no it was mizuno, mizuno. Was it, i think you're mizuno? right I think it's yeah, Mizuno. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so that was my favourite away kit. Um, I, I did own that. And I, yeah, so both of those favourite kits I've owned. Mine's um, Blau, the Blau Pump one. Uh, 90, I'm going to say 96. Right. Is that uh, the purplish one? No, that's the away one. Right, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. that's the away one. Is this the one you were wearing recently when we did a... Yes, that's right, it. okay. Yeah, that one. So okay. it's the it's the Blau Pond sponsor. Um, in fact, it's here. I can get it in a second. But Hummel made it. It's got the the red ticks on the sleeves. Um, 
just and I think we had it for about three or four years. That was the thing. Serves. We used to have kits for more than one season. Yeah. So that Solvite one with the awful red and black stripe across the chest. Yeah. We, we must have had that for I don't know three or four seasons. Now, yeah. now it's guaranteed new kit every season. New, new kit every kit. season. We yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously you got to try and milk the fans. And somewhere. then away one. Um, I think the away one. I, I, I actually like. I, I call it the again. It's on the retro thing. It's the fizzy, fizzy TV. The bad reception TV. Yes, that, is this the, the one the that you sent me a picture of? No, that's the worst one. Oh, that's the worst one. That's okay. the worst one we've okay. ever had. Because that looks like a half-tiled <laughs> bathroom. Yeah, it's like a real poor 1980s bathroom. It's dreadful. But, okay, oh, it's dreadful. So, what yeah, year yeah, are we so talking here then? It's the. It, in fact, I'll have to try and find it. But it's the black. It's the navy blue and white. But it's like um, looks like a TV that's gone pear shaped. Yeah, another one you're on about. Well, I can't place yeah. when on earth we had that. I don't know. Gift. I think Gifton was. Must be similar similar times. I I owned I own the original, but it used to, it fell apart. Oh, did it? Yeah, but it wasn't a quality um, make then. It was kit at or something. Yeah, well this isn't a bad one either. Here you are. Do you remember oh, can you see it? Yeah, now that was the one so the, the picture you'll show me there is the away kit, the season we got promoted to the Premier yeah. League, and I was wearing that top at the game against Bolton when Nick Wright and Adam Smart scored. I was also right, wearing that at Birmingham. There's your favourite one, I believe. That's your favourite That's it, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the AC CTX Milan. AC Milan one, yeah. The red and black. I actually got Graham Taylor to sign that. So my, my kit, my, my top, is actually signed by Graham Taylor on one of the red stripes. Nice. Yeah, that was at a charity cricket doing Hemel Hempstead. He just happened to be there and went, right. I'm surprised they've got... A, I've just realised Watford have made the 1999... Uh, you remember the Phones For You shirt? Yes, They've made that as a retro shirt. That, that was awful. That was terrible. It was an awful kit. It was an absolutely awful <laughs> kit. And it's, yeah. just, it's just tinged with terrible memories of getting beaten yeah, by rubbish getting teams. Yeah, just getting smashed every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that wasn't a good kit. I have got that one, but it wasn't a good kit. I've, I'm, not, I'm not one of these people that will naturally just go out and buy the new kit. Well, I've, I've got a slight problem. So the, the guys that I go to football with will, will resonate with this one. So... A long time ago, I never bought the home shirt right uh, on a particular season, and we were relegated that season. Oh, last season, yeah, the half and half, yeah, which I wasn't a fan I, of that I, either. I, yeah, I was like, no, I'm not buying it. It's like a dodgy Blackburn Rovers yeah. away shirt. I said, I'm not not doing it. So I didn't buy it. I bought the the away blue one. Yes, um, and we, we got, got relegated. relegated. Right. So you're so superstitious I, now, and you have yeah, to buy so the home I had kit. to buy. I had to buy this monstrosity of an art project. Right. This, this season, regardless of I, whether you like it or not, or I, you'll ever wear well, I don't it. Know, I don't know anybody else, but if you've tried to wear that with something, anything, mm. it looks awful. I've tried to wear it with. <laughs> it just looks awful. It just yeah. doesn't go with anything. It is a horrible top. It's absolutely nasty. I, I, when they unveiled it, I was like, oh. Really I like the people that sort of go, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's really nice. I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's not really nice. What's wrong with you? Yeah, the, you have to ask what is wrong with you. No, no, I don't like I don't like the new home kit at all. The away kit's not too bad because it's just plain white. For, yeah, the black three? one's nice. Yeah, it's a black, black one as well, isn't there? Yeah, the black one's lovely. Yeah, my son's got that. It's yeah, nice. that is nice, yeah. I, I think uh, sometimes the black kits do look good for what? For that green kit that we had, which was the away version of the uh, the one that I said was my favourite one, was awful. Yeah. You know, green for what? I can't remember us ever playing green it's just yeah, a we've terrible colour a lot of blue white yeah yeah red there was a red. lovely red do you remember the red Toshiba kit which I think was yeah. actually only released for a testimonial I think 
Um, but then they actually put it for sale, and I went right. I'm having one of them. It was well, really the one nice. I showed you is uh, one of my favourites. Is the is the black Toshiba? Yes, I sent you there. Yes, now that was that was Kitat, wasn't it? I think Kitat. Yeah, yeah, that was a nice yeah. kit. I think I bought that actually. I'm pretty sure I did buy yeah, it. Yes, it's, it's lovely. But uh, just on Kitat, I, I posted something on the. Um, that was brilliant. Did you? Did you make, it looked did you like see a, the size yeah, of the shirt. Like, it looked like um, in the old days, in the in the sort of like the 1600s, where they had those great big blousy arms. Yeah, it's it, like, I never realised no how wonder ballooned. we were rubbish. You yeah. couldn't you couldn't move in it. No, it's like having a parachute on. Terrible. Who was that? Was it Jermaine Pennant? It was that big. Was it Jermaine Pennant? It was Jermaine Pennant. Yeah. 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 No, I didn't realise it was that big as well. I don't know if that was Photoshop, but it just ridiculous. It looked like no. it's like like in the 80s, they had those tiny tiny little shorts. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. You know, it was ridiculously short shorts, and all of a sudden they bloomed uh, towards the nineties. You got these big, sort of almost like Bermuda shorts, which looked far better. But yeah, that that was a ridiculous picture. That was uh, uh, you put it up on the uh, Facebook page. If you go over to the uh, DNSYE Facebook page, you'll see a picture of Jermaine Pennant with what looks like pantaloons on his. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. He's going to take off. He looks like he's struggling to run in the wind. I've got to mention um, Chris Adams actually because I did challenge people to name the name the player right uh, and, and he got and it chris chris yeah. got it yeah so yeah. uh well the, uh, he's put a quite funny comment actually it looks like a wizard sleeve well but... there you go it does <laughs> <laughs> it's very much like a wizard well done, sleeve. Chris. move on yeah so oh, jermaine pennant he was one of those uh early 2000s uh loans that we got along with um uh, we had Paolo Vanazza, danny yeah. weber yeah, uh, yeah who we bought eventually and then just didn't do much for us yeah, we had um, um, the, the poor lad that died as well, didn't we? Uh, oh, Chris, Jimmy Davis. I don't think Jimmy even, Davis. Sorry, I don't even yeah. played for us, did he? I don't even no, remember no, him putting on no, the shirt. No, just friendlies. Yeah, yeah, dreadful that was. That was really sad. Um, but we did have some pretty good uh, sort of signings. Chris Eagles was another one. Uh, uh, he was quality he when he f- come in. Yeah, he felt like a player. He felt like our player. We've Chris done. The, when you look back, actually, there's some of the loan signings. I remember us getting Kitely from Wolves, and Kitely was a, was a superb player for Wolves, and he got a real bad injury. Right. And then he had to come to us on loan to recover. So you're you're thinking, I don't remember him playing. No. But I, when he came in, he was superb. He was struggling for fitness. But right. I really, he probably only played for three months, something like that. Yeah. But he, he came in and then him. there was Danny Rose. People forget about Danny, Danny Rose. Rose. I don't, yes. Yeah, I'll tell you what else we had. Um, the Aston Villa player. Ag Bonlahore. Did we, we have him? We had a Bonlahore for maybe three or four games. Did we? We did. We did have a... a Bloody a, hell, I didn't know that one. Yeah, it's, cause it's, it's these signings that sort of come and go, and you think... I also remember, obviously, we were lent Jimmy Davis and he died, but I also yeah. remember having another player, I can't remember who it was, who basically got injured within about two games, and that was it. See, like, I can't remember who it was now. We're talking probably mid-2000s. Someone we had on loan that basically got cropped. We've done quite well. I, I remember getting... Um, do you remember Connolly? And the season we got promoted. Oh, what was his name? I can't remember his first name. He was from Cardiff. He was a centre-back. He was superb. No, I don't remember this person. But he, he was a part of the promotion winning side when we oh, when right. we got up. Right. But um, I'll think of his name in a minute. I can't remember his first name. I've even got a picture with him. Oh, have you? Yeah. Has he signed it? Carol? No, yeah, Carol. <laughs> no, no, he's not, not I think bloody... We've, I think we've... Um... You know, obviously, our period of loans now of of, of relying on loanees is is over. I think, well, pretty much. But I, I think whoever managed to get players like Danny Weber, uh, Jermaine Pennant, uh, I think they did a good job there because they they did they did well for us. I can't think of yeah. any loanees that, that I thought oh, get rid of them, send them back. You know, what I mean, I think whoever was bringing these players in did a good job. 
Um, so it, that brings back some memories, that, really. Yeah, it, really well, it was a weird period then because we were... It was certainly a re- rebuilding exercise, wasn't it? It was. We were, we were strapped for cash. So oh, big time. There was no big signing time. anyone, but... No. Um, no. Yeah, it was It was a strange old time. But, yeah, we had some of the Paolo Vanazza and, you know... Jermaine Pennant. Was Paolo, players. Did we sign Paolo in the end from Arsenal? We did, didn't we? We did, yeah. And then he, he unfortunately, he was a bit like Danny Webber, where well, he was superb on loan, never quite. I think, if I remember rightly, someone broke into his house and stabbed him in the leg, didn't they? It was on Crime really? Watch. Yeah. So I think what happened with Vanazza was, it was either in his house or he was out on the town or something, but he got stabbed in the leg um, and he was never quite the same after that. So, just just looking up on his Wikipedia page, his development as a player may have been hampered by injuries sustained in an incident with a burglar in his home in 2001, in which Vanazza and fellow Arsenal trainee Andrew Douglas were both stabbed. Bloody hell! Yeah. So, um, and I I remember that when it happened, it was uh, they did a Crime Watch recreation of it. Uh, I remember him being on there talking on Crime Watch about you know just being at home, being burgled, being stabbed. So that may have had something to do with uh, Paolo Vanazza not quite being the player he was when we signed him. Well, there we are. That was the latest podcast. Uh, I know you've been waiting a while for it. It's uh, due to circumstances beyond our control. Hopefully now, going forward, we should be doing one more regularly, Carl. Yeah, it's good to have you back, mate. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, Yeah, it's been a struggle, but here we are. So we've actually got a, a couple of uh, specials coming up. Don't want to reveal too much about that, but uh, we've got some irons in the fire there. We're talking to some people about coming on and doing some specials. The Nick Wright special went really well, I think. That's yeah, been well I enjoyed received. that. I enjoyed that. Nick Nick was a, he was a real nice guy. He was. He was He was really nice. Um, so also, uh, we are on social media, so if you want to follow us on facebook.com dnsye. Uh, and I think we are DNSYE underscore podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. The Twitter. Yeah, and Instagram, yeah. Send us a message on social media and we'll uh, have a look at that and uh, do our very best to answer for you. Um, games coming up, Carl, what have we got? Well, we've got uh, Huddersfield at home. That's our uh, next game on the 16th. And then I believe we've got Barnsley at home as well on the on the following Tuesday. So two games that we really need to get um, some points out of and push up that uh, that league table. We'll be interested to see how we fare against Huddersfield because it's not been that long since we played them. Mm. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he's learned anything in you know that short space of time really with him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I th- I, obviously, I'd never heard of this guy before he turned up. I mean, I don't think anybody had heard of him. But, you know, so far, I think he's made the team perform better than Vlad did in his three, four months in charge. Well, he he smiles as well, doesn't he? That that's, makes a difference. That's something, I guess. I mean, I, you know, whenever I've, whatever I do in my life, if it's work or playing sport, you want to you be, you know, under somebody that's up for it and shows a bit of emotion, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll see. I guess. I guess the jury's still out. It's um, it's a tough job. What the job? No question. Well, it is because it it almost seems temporary, doesn't it? Really, mm. it almost seems as if you're you're being brought in, and it's any time you could be asked to leave. So, incidentally, did you see Nigel Pearson's interview? Uh, yeah, it was good. Um, I thought he was very honest. It's, it's clearly he's got some sort of um contract that he's signed to say that you can't say too much but yeah but i thought fair play to him you know and I, i'm a i'm actually a big fan of nigel pearson i, I wasn't get a, the opportunity. I, I, well i wasn't till he came i mean it's one of those it's like mm. Will, neil warnock if you know I'll, I'll never not like neil warnock and i've read his book and it's a very very funny book but i'll never like neil warnock but if he came to us as a manager i think i'd love him of course yeah of but course. It's, uh, same thing with pearson i always found him dour i thought he was rude 
in his, his post-match interviews. But, you know, I, I would have, I'd have the guy back in a heartbeat. I really would because yeah, I think he understood us and what we needed to do. But let's give Zisco a chance. Yeah, um, absolutely. See how he does. To, I've, I've been trying to work on a song for him. It's hard, isn't it? It's Z-I-S-C-O. hard, yeah. Z-I-S-C-O. That could yeah, be one. Yeah. But I can't apart from that. Yeah. Zisco gives a wave. That's about as good as it's going to get. About as good as yeah. it's going to get, isn't it? Oh dear, we didn't even have one for Vlad because there was no. Well, we weren't there long. Enough. Yeah, we, we weren't there, and he weren't there. Exactly. Long enough, so. so I don't think we ever, ever came up with a song for Vlad. He's the only no. manager we've had that's never, you know, had a song or a chant or anything. We just sort of, you know, let him get on with it, sort of thing. So. <laughs> So thank you very much for listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. It's always lovely having you join us and tune in and listen to us wherever you may be. Um, So until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. See you later. Ta-da. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.